This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Clayton John, and Christopher Admack. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to The Show Never Ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. We're back. It's cold. And this is episode 334, Ishtar. Uh, yeah, we're cold because there's nothing happening for the Red Bulls right now. Um, so, have what was it, like November is the last time we recorded? It just after mm. the season is over, so yep. obviously it's been a while. Lots of huge moves made in that time. <laughs> Tons. Massive so much, moves. So much news since then. Uh, first thing, because we didn't have an episode about this when it happened, um, both Bradley Wright Phillips and Luis Robles are no longer with the Red Bulls. Wright Phillips had his contract expired, and the team did not sign him again. Luis Robles' uh, option declined, although that was at the request of Robles. <clears throat> so the Red Bulls will now be out, will be without their all-time winning scorer and their goalkeeper since, I think it was like, what, 2013, 2012? Something like that. Yeah. So two very big changes. Uh, so thoughts on it, um, Pat, you can go first. What do you think about the two players not being with the team anymore? I mean, I think it as, as much as I don't want to admit it, and I think as much as many fans don't want to admit it in their hearts, uh, it was time to move on from BWP. Uh, the production just simply wasn't there anymore. Um, and that's it's unfortunate. You, you hate to see uh, a club legend go out like that. Um, but, you know, it, quite simply, he was not worth the DP contract. And I'm not even sure he has much. He's, I mean, I don't believe he's caught on with the team yet. I know he... Were trained with LAFC, but I don't think anything happened to that. Um, Robles, I mean, he did not seem to be playing on the level that he once was. Uh, do I think he has a bit more of a career left in him? He does, but I mean, we do have Ryan Mayer on the bench. I mean, there's talk of signing some French goalkeeper uh, who's currently playing in Belgium. Uh, I, I Who knows? I mean, I, I saw a few tweets about it, so who knows if that's at all legit. And if it's a DP contract, woof, what are you doing? <laughs> um, so, I mean, Ryan Merritt is a capable goalkeeper. Um, you know, let's not forget, it was pretty much going to be Merritt's team until he got hurt, and then they had to sign Robles. So uh, I'm curious to see what he'll do. But neither move is something to get up in arms about. Uh, there's more to get up in arms about later in the show. Yeah, I'm with you pretty much on, on both points. Uh, BWP win from 60 to zero in one season. 
so I think that was completely understanding. And Robles, too. I mean, I guess they probably just felt it was time for Ryan Mayer to finally start games. I mean, I'm hoping that's the theory. If you're letting Robles go, um, you can't just keep Ryan Mayer as the perennial backup forever. Uh, I think he's, we both know, we all know he's completely capable of being the starter. Um, and yeah, why not? Why not? This should maybe be his time now. Um, again, yeah, Wall missed BWP. He was a great player, but they retired his number before he retired. So maybe that was sign number one. Uh, clearly the team knew before even he did that he was actually officially finished. Um, yeah, both players we missed. And actually the real question is, who dares wears the captain's armband now? Yeah. Oof. It's a curse now. It's a kiss of death. Uh, just echoing the same thoughts. Wright Phillips is unfortunately kind of hit a downturn. And given the the shift to obviously more youth, you can't just you got the fact of his age and the injury bug that seemed to hit him all of a sudden. So, I mean, it just makes sense. And Robles, I mean, goalkeepers can go for longer, but we did see issues pop up this year where there hadn't been before. Uh, Ryan Mara was the starting keeper until he got hurt back way back when. So, And he has been the goalie for, I think it was like the Open Cup or whatever, like the last two years. So it's not mm-hmm. like he hasn't had playing time and proven that he could be a starter. And I don't blame Robles because he asked for to be let go because he saw the writing on the wall with the youth and he's like, there's, there's really no room for me on this team and I can't blame him. I mean, it's pretty clear uh, from the signings that we'll get to that this team is not interested in building with experience. So I for Robles asking to be out when he knows that he doesn't have much time left, I don't blame him. Go get another big paycheck while you can. And I'm glad he landed somewhere. I I think that game when Inter Miami shows up, and we'll talk about that later, uh, will be a good one as long as he stays healthy. Because uh, you know, <clears throat> like Dax McCarty when he returned, that was such an like an emotional moment beginning the game. I think we'll have another one of those for a guy who is absolutely a club legend along with Ray Phillips. Speaking of Dax, you all saw where he landed. No, nope. Asheville. Yep. Oh. Well, at least it's somewhere. Yeah. yeah. All right. So moving on. <laughs> Red Bulls <laughs> not doing anything this off season. Um, I have the Wikipedia page up. Let me. Right now, excluding the draft, these are the number. These are the players that the Red Bulls have brought in so far this this off season. First is goalkeeper Kendall McIntosh from the Portland Timbers through the reentry draft. Then midfielder Chris Lima from Red Bulls 2. Yeah. Midfielder Jared Stroud from New York Red Bulls 2. And defender John Tolkien from the Academy. And that's it. Th- those are the four players that we have signed that weren't through the draft. Stacked. Remember when uh, Dennis Hamlet was like, oh, this previous season was unacceptable. We will unearth everything. Make a push in the future. Yeah, sure. And then these these are the draft picks. Um, uh, defender uh, Pat uh, Segrist. Midfielder. Shit, I'm going to screw his name up. I'm not going to bother. 
Yes, thank God. Basically, twenty twenty, something's never changed. Basically, okay, one defender, one goalkeeper, and then five midfielders. No, no offensive power. We got offensive power. What are you talking about? <laughs> we have we have it in spades. Tons, tons, and yeah. tons of offensive power. So much. Right, right, right. Tom Barlow and uh, Jorgensen are going to really be leaders of this team going forward. <laughs> So, lack of signings, lack of movement. What do you guys think? I, I should not go for this right now. Um, I don't. I don't know. Get excited for Red Bull Two playing at Red Bull Arena every game. <laughs> I mean, what else is there to expect? Uh, people are hoping that Josh Sims actually comes back. That that would be the biggest thing that happens to this team. That would be the big signing is him his coming back to the team. So. Um, they're not making any moves. We know that. It, it, it's 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 already January. There's nothing happening. I don't see anything happening midseason. Um, I'm half glad I will not be going to that many games this year because it is going to be a rough season of mediocrity. Yeah, I'm at that point where it's like I'm I'm already on the hook for season tickets. I've already told. I emailed the ticket, my ticket rep, and I told him I did not want to renew next year. Apparently, I have to wait until July to take myself off auto-renew. Um, I, I'm kind of wondering if I'm going to be able to get a dollar on these tickets. I, I mean, it's crazy. Somebody tweeted uh, how amazing it is that um, Sky Blue is making more moves than the Rebels right now. I believe they just brought in Mallory Pugh. I think that was a big name that I saw. Uh, because they probably realize, hey, we got this brand spanking new stadium we're going to play in. We should make a splash. Go figure, Red Bulls. Wow, imagine that. I mean, I don't know what they're blaming. for. They're, I think it's like what comes first, the chicken or the egg, and they're saying, well, tennis peeped the interest is in there, so why should we even invest in the team? But, you know, interest was there a few years ago in the Jesse years. There was. And every, we had we one DP slot, all those signs that we could have filmed with a right, an offensive attacking right winger, something this team has desperately needed for years, and Red Bull just didn't do it. And, and I, I'd be shocked, shocked if they brought in a DP this year. I mean, yeah, you hear those Twitter rumors like, oh, they're interested in somebody. And, you know, if anybody does come, it's going to be at the last minute. It's going to be underwhelming. It's going to be typical Red Bull soccer. Um, it, it, it really is frustrating to be a fan of this team right now. Um, and it's funny. It's one of those things where, like, the worst thing that could happen to this team is that they're mediocre and sneak into the playoffs. Like, believe, like the best thing that could happen to this team is, well, obviously MLS Cup, but the second best thing would be they have a, like, record awful season to kind of just kick them into high gear. Would that even happen? I don't know. But it's, it's just it's supremely disappointing um, because, you know, the, the fan base is savvy. I mean, we know we don't want... Or well, maybe Messi or Ronaldo, but I mean, like you know, someone over the hill. Uh, we don't need the Andres anymore. But like when you see around this league, and I'm, I sound like a broken record because I've said it a million times on the show, these young designated players who are world class coming into this league, you know, that's what we want. And I, I don't know why a couple billion dollar, uh, you know, corporation can't do that. But ultimately, I think it's the writing is on the wall. Red Bull, New York Red Bulls are a farm team for the Red Bull system. And, uh, yeah, they're just going to keep mining Red Bull 2 in the academy and hope they can build those players up to a point of, uh, you know, 
eventually making it to Red Bull Leipzig. Um, I mean, who knows? This strategy may work someday, especially if they get rid of uh, territorial rights when it comes to uh, getting, you know, grabbing kids to the academy. Then maybe someday Red Bull can say, hey, you know, we'll definitely play you and we can start recruiting across the country. But until then, it's just it's supremely disappointing and it's a big middle finger to the fans. And I hope everyone enjoys games attended by 5,000 people. Yeah. I mean, I think the strategy is good to get you to um, sixth place in the playoff, a playoff game. Exactly. I think that's that's what we're looking at. But it, it's nowhere close to uh, a top two finish or uh, a conference final, not even a conference final. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not even sure if it's good enough to get us into the playoffs at this point because it, it seems like the rest of the league is understanding you need a, a mix, right? Because that's what Jess, the Jesse Marshers was. It was a mix of the younger players with the older players. Um, Sean Davis doesn't get his start because – or got his legs under him because he got to play with guys like Sasha Kleschen and Dax McCarty. Same with Tyler Adams, right? Those guys get to prove that they're – Quality MLS players, maybe not necessarily starters, because I think Davis has slacked or dropped off a little bit last year. But having the veteran presence is what allows the young guys to get their feet under them. If we're just going to throw a bunch of U23 players out there, like it's not unrealistic to see, you know, less than ten wins on a year. Because how do you? On, on, those kids are going to go up against guys who are much more physically mature and have, you know, a lot more savvy in terms of playing style. They're just going to get dominated no matter what they do because they're not going to be able to hang physically. They're not going to be able to adapt to change your tactics. And on top of all that, we have a guy in Chris Armis who doesn't seem to know what he's doing. He got lucky his first half season because he was pretty much handed an MLS cup team and then failed to get them there. Last year, we made the playoffs. We went up surprisingly against Philly and then let them back into the game. Like The only reason we don't have an MLS Cup at this point is because Jesse Marsh left halfway through the season to go coach in uh, Leipzig and then eventually to Salzburg. Chris Armas is not an MLS-level coach. He may be a, like a USL level, but he is not ready for MLS. I think he's proven that when he took a team that literally could have been the MLS champions and didn't perform correctly because he outcoached himself in that Eastern Conference final against Atlanta. Um, and not giving a coach like that a great player or two to, you know, allow the youth to build around, you're, you're going to set him up for failure, and he's not a coach that can ad adapt to that that ability, or he doesn't have the ability to make up for the shortfall on the talent side. It's, it's just, it's the total failure of the organization because we're not getting the players we need to fit the coaching staff. And then we don't have the coaching staff to, to build up the young players. Your basic, your mission is we're going to build young players and get them, you know, we're going to use our Academy and grow everything. You have John Walniak who knows what he's doing, but then you have Chris Armas who just runs them into the ground. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree with you because I think if they can't even mediocre themselves into the playoffs, then it's going to be straight on Chris Armas' head. Because I, I do think the team has the talent to be a, a mid-Eastern Conference team. 
I think they have enough in him. I think Brian White's definitely shown enough uh, when healthy that he can be a quality striker. I think they have enough in the midfield. It's it's not they're just not going to be a, a top two team. They they could be a, they could be a five or six, but if they if they can't achieve that, then it, that's clearly on coaching. All right. So, any other thoughts on the Red Bulls' lack of moves this offseason? What besides me yawning? <laughs> yeah, I guess aside from that. Yeah, I, I, I guess my only thought would be that anybody who pays to see this team right now is a sucker, including me. So, in fairness, you were kind of tricked into it because they didn't tell you about the auto renew stuff. I would have renewed last year anyway. I, I would have been like, "Oh, this will be a bad season." They'll come back and. I would have been foolish. But fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame the, real, the, the real shame is that they're not going to schedule some big uh, European club for a friendly so you can just, like, sell that ticket online. And right. make your season, season ticket your money back. That's, that's the, which they used to do all the time. Mm-hmm. That's the real problem. It's not even like there's a doubleheader with Sky Blue where you can make a whole day out of it, so you're not just wasting two hours. Yeah. All right. Uh, so <coughs> uh, MLS schedule uh, is out. Red Bulls. And, and I'm only going to go through some notable ones. Uh, the home slash season opener for the Red Bulls is March 1st with a host FC Cincinnati. Uh, their first match against Inter Miami will be March 21st away. So they'll play down in Florida. Uh, May 31st and August 23rd is the home and home against NYCFC with the Red Bulls hosting in August. Uh, Robles will return on September 12th. That's when Inter Miami comes to Red Bull Arena for the first time. And uh, the season slash home finale will be October 4th against TFC. They also make their first trip to Minnesota on March 15th. True. Which would have been a game I would love to have gone to it if it wasn't in freaking March. Yeah, yeah. right. Because <laughs> we, we, we were talking about doing that as like a road trip for us where we would go to the game, but. Not March. No, thank no. you. Now you got to wait, what, another two plus two years? years? Yeah. Let's see. When did they play Nashville, actually? Because I don't think I checked that. Yeah, but they don't have the nice stadium that, that uh, Minnesota yeah. does. True. Actually, does Nashville even start this year? I'm not thinking about it. I don't think they do. Oh, Dax is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they Dax do. signed down with them, yeah. Or are they, the, are they technically the Western Conference? I don't know. I think they're the Western Conference. Okay, where's. Okay. Let's see what their schedule looks like. See if we can find the Red Bulls on this thing. <laughs> yeah, they're in the Western Conference. Uh, looks like we don't play them this year. At all? No. Hmm. Yeah, you probably figure with 34, what is it, 34 yeah, they, games? They, they had a, what is it, it's like two per your own conference and like a select out of the other conference now or something like that. Yeah. We don't get to play everybody anymore. That's a bummer. Yeah. 
All right. Any thoughts on the schedule? I mean, I know it's just like whatever at this point, but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of the the best away trips obviously going to be the one to enter Miami because it's in March. That's a perfect time to go down. Yeah. yeah. Florida. That's the money trip right there. If only I could afford it right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So with that, then that's it because there's not a lot to talk about with this team. So it's time for the dumping ground. Does anybody have anything they want to talk about? Talk about. There's, there's no sound effect. I'm, I'm oh, sad. Sorry. I'm the trash man. There we go. There we go. Sorry, yeah, I, I had a soundboard up. I completely forgot about it. <laughs> I, I have one thing to say. Um, Liverpool still hasn't lost. Just saying. Uh, probably the best team I've ever seen since that Arsenal undefeated season. Um, I'm hoping they can also go undefeated this year to, to best Thierry Henry's Arsenal. Uh, I, I'm not just being like the homer because I like them. It's really one of the best teams I've ever seen play. They're so well put together. They they punish you. You you can't make a mistake on a pass with this team. They might not punish you by scoring a goal, but they're going to get that ball back so quickly uh, and come down the field. It's it's finally something nice to watch, uh, you know, with the team I like. Finally, I can watch the team play well, mm-hmm. you know, beat teams they should be beating. More than likely, almost completely winning the title. Uh, if they don't win the title this year, it's they would have to like have every player on that field die at this point. It's the only thing that's going to stop them is is eleven deaths on field. Uh, one thing that I forgot about that was there's a. Uh... The Kamar Lawrence drama, that's ongoing. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, and I, if I'm not mistaken, he is not in the first training camp of the season. Personal they, issues, right? Yeah, they, they say personal issues. issues. But, uh, you know, it sounds like he wants more money. I mean, granted, <clears throat> granted he did just sign a contract last year, so I maybe kind of sympathize with the Red Bulls on this one. Uh, but I also think Kamar sees the writing on the wall, and uh, – he knows this team is not going to compete, and why would he want to stay with a team that's not going to compete? Um, and then I guess the other dumping ground thing would be, uh, yeah, U.S. has their camp cupcake. Uh, Aaron Long is in camp, and they play Costa Rica February 1st. They, so. they moved away from Qatar, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so for those that remember that, uh, or don't know because we haven't talked about it, was the U.S. January camp was supposed to be in Qatar. Um, they were supposed to play... At one point, they're going to play um, Red Bull Salzburg, I think. Mm-hmm. But then, with the um, the stuff happening with Iran, they decided to move it, which was probably the best idea. Yeah. yeah. No need to have American lives sitting there in the Middle East somewhere, ready to just get attacked. So. Exactly. All right. So, is that it then for dummy ground? I mean, unless we're going to segue into other sports talk, because I mean, I definitely have other sports talk since this is a short episode. Sure. We, we could do the worst New York team again. Oh, boy. Oof. Man, New York got, sports is really bad. It's the New York Knicks. It's not even close. The team is <laughs> garbage. Um, real quick, this is actually what I want to ask you guys, um, even if little little knowledge of baseball uh, – what do you think is the best managerial job to take right now? Do you take the Astros, the Red Sox, or the Mets? 
all three have openings with only with only what a month till pitchers and uh, catchers report to spring training. What do you, what do you think is the best uh, position? I I imagine with the Astros you wouldn't want it because of all the bullshit with the the GM. Yep. I mean, they're all gone, right? That's, yeah. that's the problem there. Everyone yeah, gets, but you still, got, you still have to deal with the the social backlash of it, so I wouldn't want that job. But you do have great players. And but are they great? Oh, good, well, good point. Still got Verlander. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Red Sox because at least in the past they've, they've won without cheating. So, um, you know, they, they, they've proven – to be a winning team. Um, and then I, I would say Mets second just because they got that new money coming in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe they'll actually finally start spending some of it. But, uh, then the Astros last because, again, I mean, is Altuve actually any good? I mean, who knows? Guess we're going to find out, right? We're yeah. going to find out this year. So, wait, what new money is coming to the Mets? Because I don't pay attention at all to this stuff. <laughs> Uh, they're getting a new owner coming oh, in. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, nice. in a few years, yeah. It's going to be like a five-year process, but like I guess now there's hope that he's going to be the money guy in, while this ongoing process happens. So, Thank yeah. God the Wilpons will finally, finally go away. Mm-hmm. Now, can somebody just come in and take Dolan out? Because that'd be nice. Oh, that would be a delight. <laughs> <laughs> I guess other, you know, sports, I mean, Joe Judge, okay, that was a hire. <laughs> oh, boy. How, how do you feel if you're Joe Judge and Jason Garrett is literally looking over your shoulder every game as, like, the offense tears it up and the defense stinks? Like, you you know that the papers are going to be jumping all over that, like, three games into the season, 100%. Yeah. I don't know, like, the Jason Garrett hire is the only assistant coach hire I like so far, so mm-hmm. there's that. Um, you know, not that I want him to be the head coach. I just think there's value for a first-time coach having a former head coach on his roster. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's my Giants' thoughts. <laughs> uh, I guess the other thing would be, like, well done, Rutgers, foot, Rutgers Sports. Yeah, yeah. You beat me to it. Yeah. Brought in Greg Schiano and just ranked for the first time since 1978, I think they said, in college basketball. Wow. So, yeah. Jer- Jersey college basketball doing pretty all right for itself right now. Yeah. Seton Hall's 10th, I believe, which is the highest yep. they've been ranked in years. Um, so I've been to a couple of Seton Hall games because uh, my girlfriend and her family are big Seton Hall fans. So. Oh, that's rough. That's rough yeah. on you right there. <laughs> that's so. a house divided. <laughs> yeah. uh, when it comes to college basketball, I got to admit, I just root Jersey. It's like, yeah. it's like Rutgers, Seton Hall, Monmouth, whatever. Monmouth. <laughs> hey, they made the big dance once. William yeah. Patterson, you know, Ryder. Mm-hmm. Big writer fan over here. My school is Division Three, so they don't count for this. Yeah. Go College in New Jersey. <laughs> so I, I had a question. So worst New York sports family owners. So like Will Ponds, the Dolans, the Johnsons. Which of the three are the worst? 
Wow, that is a strong. <laughs> Listen, this is the only reason I'm not going to say the Dolomites. I, I, I can't put the Steinbrenners in there because they have won titles. Right. Yeah. The only reason I don't say the Dolans is because he also does own the Rangers, um, mm-hmm. and he's even though they've been, you know, they've had some bad seasons, they I think are going in the right direction. It seems hard for me to say that. You know, I, I think they. He does own them, so that's a positive. The Wilpons built a new stadium that looked like Ebbets Field, put a tribute to Jackie Robinson, who was never a Met. Although, I mean, no offense to Jackie Robinson at all, but it's like kind of crazy that they hold a whole thing for the guy who's never played there. Um, the stadium didn't even have like Mets colors in it. They complained when former players were autographing like a glass wall in the one restaurant. They had that removed until fans went nuts. Um, they suck. They suck. Yeah, then they had to fix the stadium, right? Because it was the the outfield wall was too far away. Yeah, they they've so they, adjusted. They added like, a deck to bring the, the field in. Yep, they've adjusted that. Uh, the fact that I mean, I have no idea how Carlos Beltran would be as a manager, but I think they're also part of being cowards and I don't know, letting him go. However, they want to say it, they mutually parted ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, Brody Van Wagenen doesn't have all the say. Yeah, I know it was the GM, but the owners have part of that too. I think they're cowards for doing that. Um, so I go, I go Will Ponds. Yeah, it's it's tough with the Will Ponds. I mean, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think they, I think they should have stuck by Beltron. I think it's bullshit that he's the only player getting punished. It's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, all the other players should have been suspended. Like tough shit. I mean, I know the union would have lost their fucking minds, but hey, have the fight. Make the union fight that in public. Um, even if they are going to win. Um, so I don't know, man, the, it's tough. Uh, cause yeah, you're right. I mean, Dolan at least has the Rangers, even though the Knicks are just an absolute disaster. The Wilpons again, for all their problems, they did make a world series, you know, a couple of years ago I and mean, they lost, but they did make one. Um, I don't know if they were, were they the owners uh, for the 2001 or 2001? Yes. Uh, yes, I believe so. So, I mean, they've made two. I mean, Grant didn't win either one, but they did make two World Series. Um, had a couple other playoff seasons here and there. Uh, Jets, again, the Johnsons, same thing. Have made, they've had runs where they're successful. Although it's been a bit of a lull. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What, what's the... Uh, the the family that owns the Red Bulls. Can we throw them in there? <laughs> <laughs> see, see, here's why I have the Johnsons as a possible contender. So, yeah, they there has been success, but a lot of the success was built on the work that Bill Parcells did under the Hess family. Mm-hmm. Um, they they did get the new stadium, but they didn't get the stadium for themselves, right? They still granted that. Part of that was Dolan. That's why I had Dolan in there too, because Dolan blocked the the Jets Stadium in the Manhattan mm-hmm. because he wanted a uh, convention center, which I think has not been built, if I remember correctly. Um, but so they got this new stadium. We had one decent year in it, and that was 2010. The last time they went to the, I think it was that was the year we went to the um, AFC title game against Pittsburgh. And then since then, we've missed the playoffs. And too many years under – God, I can't remember his name because I hate – I did not like it. Um, 
wow, I can't remember the previous coach's name. But Todd Bowles. Yeah, Todd Bowles. Uh, they let they let their their last GM stay in there way too long. They hired Adam Gase and then immediately fired the, the GM because Gase somehow worked his weird fucking magic on him or something. Weird, his weird creepy eye magic. It's what happened there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chris Johnson is now the the co-owner because his brother got appointed as an ambassador to the United Kingdom. They had they have New Jersey, which aren't bad, but I still prefer the original or the, the previous jerseys, which were a throwback to the 60s. It's just like all these decisions that are being made don't make sense. How about this statistics that I saw? Uh, it was either yesterday or today that since MetLife Stadium opened, it's, host, <laughs> it's hosted more WrestleManias than it has playoff team playoff Ooh. games <laughs> for two teams. Oh my gosh! And if you know how many WrestleMania is MetLife's hosted, it's the saddest statistic of all time. Yeesh! How many playoff games have the Giants had there? None, because uh, oh, I think well, maybe one because in eleven they were there, but were they? I think they were wild card again. Uh, or did they host one game? I think they hosted one home game that year. Because they even they were like I think they were like nine and seven, but they did actually win the division. Because yeah, in 07, they they were still at Giant Stadium. Yeah, and the, mm-hmm. the Jets they they've haven't hosted a freaking. You hosted the Wild Card game against Atlanta in 2011. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. Yep, there's the one. And then, uh, well, the Jets, the Jets have also zero. Had, the Jets <laughs> has also had a major New England Patriots problem. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I'm so going they, through. I'm going there's, through right now for the Giants. Right now, you got one. That's it because they yep. have been trash since then. Yeah, any other time the Jets have been in the playoffs, it's all been road games. I mean, last time we went to the playoffs was 2010. We were we were a wild card night that season. Yep. So brutal. Yep. Oh, New York sports is great right now, Oops. isn't it? Chiefs. <laughs> That's all I got. Go Chiefs. Who yeah. cares? Yeah, I'm pretty much a big who cares. Uh, I'll probably watch part of the game. I don't know if I'll watch the whole Super Bowl. Who the fuck are you not watching the whole Super Bowl? Sick. Sicko. Okay, who has my team been for the last 10 years? Jets. They, and, they, yeah, they sucked. And if they literally between the Jets and the Red Bulls, I lost interest in the NFL for like a good two to three years. I watched like I watched the Super Bowl, but that was it. Yeah, but people who only care about garbage art watch the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like people who drink like fancy drinks that are overpriced and look at bad art and say it's magical. And like are really smug. They watch the Super Bowl. All right. Uh, anything else? No, it's gonna be a ter- another terrible year. Yeah. Can't wait. I'm so yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, okay, I can't so wait so to do a weekly show. What, <laughs> what, what are what we'll are the odds? The, what are the odds the Red Bulls win at least half their games? 
good. I'm going to say good because I think they're going to be mediocre. I, I think win. Be a game win, win, ha- win half their games. You think they're going to be able to do it? Did they win half their games last year? Uh, good question. I don't remember. All right, I'm just going to say they'll be above 500 by a game. That's all I can give you. I don't know if they'll win half, but I'll I'll give him that. Red Bulls. <coughs> Red Bulls last year were 14 wins, 14 losses, six draws. They were 500 last year. I say they will be below 500 this year. Oh, we're in the 2020 Leagues Cup, by the way. Who cares? I don't know what that is, so who cares? <laughs> That's that tournament that Pecky got fired because he cursed the, the refs out of the game. Oh, cool. Uh, the, the one between MLS and uh, Mexico. Oh, great. Cool. Yeah. Let's play that. Let's play that in the first week of February. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know if that's going to be. But... We'll, we'll be back for our Oscar preview. <laughs> <laughs> 1917. Everybody go see it. Actually, yeah, I really want to see that, but I figured I might wait till it comes out on DVD or something. Ah, uh, no, that's one you should see in the well, theater. My girlfriend's the my girlfriend's probably wouldn't want to see it, so yeah. All right, um, any last thoughts before we get out of here? It's too, it's too early for the betting corner and the terrible team of the week, so I figure we'll skip those. Yeah, yeah I got nothing to bet on. Uh, how about this? Put money on Aaron Lawn scoring a goal in the garbage game. <laughs> there we go. All right, so you can find us at patreon.com slash rebelrant. One buck a month is all you need for exclusive content, such as our monthly wrap-up, any live post games we do. You can email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. You can call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash rebelrant on Twitter, at rebelrant for the show, at DocTheStooge for myself, at PMACDA2 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. I'm already in a world of shit. Mm. All right. For Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 334 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, go Red Bulls. Nope. Yeah, good luck with that.